This is Weekly Woman by Jubilance for PMS. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Weekly Woman. It's Alice from Jubilance for PMS. Welcome to the show. Fizza Nadim is not only a fashion icon, she is incredibly smart as an MBA candidate and also an electrical engineer. We're talking to her about her life as an influencer, integrating her Pakistani heritage into fashion and womanhood. Welcome, Fizza. Thank you so much, Alice, for having me on the show. Yeah, we're so excited to have you. Thanks Thank for being you. here. Of course. Okay, so you have to let me know, what is th- your favorite fashion trend right now? Um, I'm wearing it right now. It's the poofy sleeves. I love a bit, like the broad shoulders and the poofy shoulders and the padded shoulders are like my favorite fashion trend. Oh my gosh. So we are going back to the eighties a little bit. Definitely. And, and so funny cause my fiance always makes fun of me. He's like, you look like Frankenstein. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's like, what? But it's, it's fashion. I think it's just, it adds like, it elevates every look. Huh. Okay, I've got to get into the poofy sleeves. <laughs> you totally do. I think it's so much fun. That's so cool. Okay, what's your favorite thing to cook? My favorite thing? <laughs> so, I'm not really a chef, but my favorite thing to cook would probably be pasta because that's the only thing I know how to cook. You know, that's good. That's a solid. <laughs> like, you can have it for every meal. <laughs> uh, really? I and, and there's so many varieties of pasta, so I think... I can cook sometimes, yeah. <laughs> like it makes me feel better about myself. Amazing. And you've traveled the world. Where is your favorite place you've been? I think um, my favorite place for sure culturally is Saudi Arabia. Huh. Uh, I think it's just, it's more of like a, a cultural difference and it's definitely like an eye opener uh, just because there's just so many different, and I went for religious purposes. I went for pilgrimage. So it it was more of like a, like a religious, spiritual journey. So that's definitely one of my favorite places. And then Cancun was just a lot of fun. (laughs) Cancun. Wow. Completely different places. (laughs) Yeah, very. So, um, but those would be my favorite places. Oh, that's wonderful. And where are you living now? I am living in Stevenson Ranch, um, which is a suburb of LA, so about like 30 minutes uh, north of LA. Oh, cool. I live with my parents and my three annoying siblings, so (laughs) (laughs) grew up here, lived here my entire life. Are you the oldest or? I am, I am unfortunately the oldest. I'm the oldest of two siblings as well. So you feel my pain. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I raised the other three kids. Okay. (laughs) Are they sisters or brothers? I have two sis, two younger sisters and and the youngest is is the brother. So he's the spoiled one. Okay. So they wear all your clothes, right? Absolutely. Actually, I'm wearing my sister's shirt right now, if she knew. (laughs) Okay, this is also my sister's jacket, so. (laughs) There's so many benefits of having sisters, though. I mean, why not use it, right? Yeah, share the closet. (laughs) Yeah. Can you talk about your favorites in LA? What's your favorite part there? And like, what's your favorite restaurant? Where should we go? Sure. Um, So my favorite thing about LA is the beach. I love my beaches. I could be I, I, like if anyone wants to be like, where do you want to go? I'd be like the beach, even if it's like winter time. Um, so that's definitely one of my favorite parts. I think the diversity of LA is so unique because uh, I have traveled to other parts of the country and it, it's just so, it's so different. Yeah. Um, so, like I was, I was in Ohio one time and I was just like, this is like, this is such a, like a culture shock and, and yeah. this is in the United States, you know what I'm saying? So 
Um, definitely the diversity, the beaches. My favorite place is Javier's. So if anyone, it's Mexican food, really good. There's like three locations in California. So if anyone's in California, definitely try Javier's. Oh, that's awesome. I, I have yeah. to hit that up. I love some you Mexican food. <laughs> oh my God. So good. And I think California has some of like it's the best so Mexican good. food. It's yeah. so good. I'm currently in New York City and it's just like, I have tried so hard to find a good Mexican good place. Mexican. The New York City has amazing food. There's really good food, but there's a yeah. lot of really good Tex-Mex, but not like California, like, actual like right next to the border. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. next time you come to California, I'll take you to okay. a few spots. Great. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so we've got to stop and talk about our sponsor, Jubilance for PMS. It's a daily supplement that helps you be you. Jubilance is an over-the-counter nutritional supplement shown in clinical trials to relieve the emotional symptoms of PMS. That means less stress, anxiety, and more of getting back to your life. You deserve to be your best self all month long. And thanks to modern science, PMS is now optional. It's the first and only product for emotional PMS backed by real science with double-blind, placebo-controlled, peer-reviewed studies. And it works. I work for Jubilance because I'm here to help women, and this is the real deal. Jubilance isn't just a product. It's a global mission to make PMS mood swings a thing of the past. The Jubilance Sisterhood is a movement of thousands of strong women escaping the PMS struggle with science, sharing, and communal support. We're here for you each week with stories of amazing women, your weekly playlist on Spotify, and for you to dish and cry about periods on our Facebook group. So why not give Jubilance a try? Go to www.jubilance.com to learn more. And can you talk about what you've been up to in quarantine? You mentioned before this, you've been really busy. What, what are you up yeah. to? So I've kind of, um, I've been working. So I'm like three days in the office and then two days at home. Um, I also just, I started my MBA in September, I mean, sorry, in August. Amazing. Um, so I'm kind of just like figuring out how to balance both because I am taking about 12 units. So Monday through Thursday at night from seven to 10, I have class. And then from seven to four, I have work. So I have like wow. three hours to like work out, talk to my friends, do homework. So it's just kind of been, it's been everywhere. Um, wow. But before I started my MBA, like during the beginning of quarantine, I was, um, I was trying to do other things like where I started kickboxing, um, oh. jump roping. Yeah, it was really cool. So I have it all set up in my backyard. So those are kind of my new hobbies. Well, that's fun. Yeah, we all have to have like our exercise routine because the gyms were so shaken up. Oh um, my God, yeah. They're crazy. starting to open up again, but I don't know how much I trust that. I'm so scared <laughs> of that. Like, I, I know. Someone, like, I breathe horribly at the gym. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, about to I'm die. Like, <laughs> yakking at the gym. Or, yeah. like, I, and they're just like, I don't, I mean, like, I just don't want to get anyone's yak on me or vice versa, you know? No. <laughs> exactly. Um, can you talk a little bit about getting into fashion blogging? Um, I found you on Instagram and you just are like the most stylish. Uh, can you talk about? Uh, You're so sweet. <laughs> That's so sweet. Um, so I actually don't even know how I got into it. Like I just really, I kind of did it for myself at first. I was like, I like, I like to rearrange pictures and, and see like a color pattern or like, I like to do different things like that. So I think I, kind of started doing it on my own and then people actually enjoyed it and so then I was like okay then cool then I guess I'll like you know start actually doing it part-time whenever I have like 
time. And then I'd always dress up. I'd always like take pictures every time I go out. So I kind of just started like very naturally. That's awesome. I just do it for fun. Honestly, I don't, I don't ever see myself making a future out of it, but like, it makes me happy. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Yeah. You also, um, you combine your like American streetwear with Pakistani streetwear. Can you talk a little mm-hmm. bit about like combining these two cultures and like on your, on your blog and your feed? Sure. So when I was younger, I was actually super embarrassed to be Pakistani. Like I was so, emb- I know it's horrible. Oh. I know. And so I think, um, growing up, I felt like it was more okay to be Pakistani. It was, it was okay to dress a certain way. It was fine to show off my culture. Um, I did go to a white majority school, so it was a little bit difficult being one of the only few brown people there. Um, so as I grew up, I think I was more confident in, in who I became as a person and, and kind of mixing both of them. So I was able to actually incorporate my Pakistani things into my American things and just kind of vice versa, like adding adding a blinged out necklace to jeans and a shirt, you know what I'm saying? Or like, or, or adding like a a cool jean jacket on top of Pakistani clothes, like just mixing both of them kind of like created almost a sense of like balance in my life that I I felt like I never had before. And I do now. That's wonderful. Wow. And I don't know much about Pakistani traditional clothing, but you just in your photos you have some like beautiful dresses on and beautiful clothing can you talk a little bit about like the differences between traditional Pakistani dress and um uh more uh American clothing sure so um American clothing I feel like is a lot more straightforward uh, as in like there's oh there's a few pieces that you can mix and match like there's like the jeans the skirts and all of that but with Pakistani clothing it's like kind of one outfit that just has different variations so either it'll be like a small shirt it'll be a short like or a long sorry a long shirt along with like different styles of that um there's also the saris the langas so there's just like so many other different variations and it's a lot more blinged out than it is (laughs) yes I love it (laughs) yeah so I feel like there's a little bit more variation when it comes to that and then I also enjoy different colors I feel like with my American clothes, I just wear my whites and my blacks and my jeans. And so in Pakistani clothes, I think it's a little bit more, it's, it looks a little bit more fun. Yeah. The colors yeah. are so bright and vibrant. I, I mean, I'm in New York, so everyone is yeah. just in black all the time. Yeah. But yeah, I <laughs> tried, I decided like, uh, like last year I decided I'm not buying any more black things. Like I have enough, mm-hmm. I guess this is black, but, um, <laughs> but I was like, I'm going to buy like only colors. And so I've like kind of tried to make that choice, but it's nowhere it near. It's always, I, I wore black to work yesterday, all black. And everyone's like, why are you going to a funeral? And I was like, I don't even know why I'm wearing all black. It's like 104 outside. <laughs> it just oh my happened. God, California. <laughs> I know the beauties of California. Oh my gosh. Amazing. (laughs) And we talked a little bit about your wedding before this. Can you talk Mm -hmm. about planning a wedding in COVID? Sure. So uh, I was supposed to originally get married in June. Didn't happen because COVID. I was supposed to have 400 people at my wedding. Um, (laughs) Insane amount. So I I obviously (laughs) could not do that. I know. Um, So now that I'm kind of changing it up, I'm doing a smaller um, wedding in December. I think it's a lot less stressful for sure. Having 400 people, having like four events, um, it was 
it was a lot. So it's, it's very easy during COVID. Everyone seems really understanding. Uh, I was talking to someone and I was like, can I get a refund? I was like, what happens if like the, the lockdown start again in December, vice oh, versa, wow. like anything. So they were super, super helpful. And I, I think this time around, because I've already done my research, it's like super easy. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. And yeah. just like cutting it a little bit. That's great. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, it's cutting like, all of it. I'm like, I'm like, bye, all of you guys. So it's literally just immediate families and like my, my best friends that are coming, which I feel like is so much more meaningful than having 400 random people at my wedding. Yeah, that's, that'll be great. And are you able to integrate like the Pakistani traditions as well as like the American wedding traditions? And what, what are those? I don't, I don't actually know. <laughs> uh oh, is that? Yeah. I think you so, froze. Um, I think um, with American traditions, I, I don't really have that many. Oh, did I freeze? Yeah, I think you're frozen. Oh, I see you now. Hello? Hello? Ellen. Oh. Okay, great. Sorry. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, <laughs> like, I can hear you. <laughs> sorry, my, my internet outside probably is, is trash, but that's okay. No worries. Um, so I, um, I think uh, my American traditions are not like, like oh, having bridesmaids, like that's not really a Pakistani tradition. So I kind oh. of incorporated that probably throwing the bouquet. Um, that's definitely not a Pakistani thing or even cutting a cake. Those are all like very not Pakistani traditions, but um, like the traditions of like after the marriage, usually uh, the, the bride wears like a veil. So then they take like the husband, the first look is like after their marriage. And then like, that's oh, a, wow. like, that's a tradition that's like super cute. Cause nobody else gets to see the bride before the husband does after they're married. So yeah. uh, I think it's like super cute. And then incorporating families, like a huge part of Pakistani culture and religion. So, um, uh, so that's definitely going to be very heavily like brought in, into the actual wedding portion of it. So that those are like some traditions that I think differ a little bit from American. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Um, and then something that we always ask on this podcast is, what is your definition of womanhood? My definition of womanhood is, um, I think women who actually are just, I think women who are like allies, who need to be, who need to support each other to be friends. And I feel like I don't see that as much, especially in this time. I feel like women make everyone else their competitors. Mm -hmm. um and they I don't think everyone wishes well for them and so I think womanhood is friendship and support mm -hmm. and um I think that's like super important especially like in in a world where like I'm, I'm an engineer so I don't you know I am like one woman out of like 10 oh. other guys <laughs> so, so and even if there is another woman I, I feel like I don't get that sense of friendship or allies or support that I, I feel like womanhood actually stands for Oh man. And piggybacking yeah. off of that then, um, yeah. what's, what's advice that you would give to, to any woman that you met? I think that everyone has their own timeline. Everyone has their own agenda. And if you don't meet what society thinks is perfect or what is right, I think you're completely fine. Everyone has their own journey and you are, you are your own writer of your own book, you know, like you have, you have every right to go at your own pace and your own support and own your own love and and I think that's like that's something I would tell any woman because my timeline from what I wanted to, what I wanted to do was completely different than what happened you know and that's completely okay mm -hmm. and I have amazing supporters in 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 my life that has 
that has taught me, you know, that have taught me that 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 is okay. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think that's like super important. Oh, that's that we wonderful. Don't have to, you know, mold into what society thinks is okay. Yeah, we can have our own path. You're it's right. Okay. I completely agree. Yeah, it's yeah. completely okay. Yeah, I love that about the timetable and thinking about that. Yeah, and I think for like Pakistani culture too, it's a, it's like South Asian culture is super. I think it's like very like timely. It's like you uh-huh. have to get married at this time, you have to have a job at this time, and all of this. And I feel like I I've learned a lot from that, where I'm like, well, there's so much um like strictness, and there's so much like um expectations that come from that, and mm-hmm. and I feel like it's okay to break those expectations. Yeah, break them down. Break them down. As long as you're happy, it doesn't matter. That's, yeah. that's what my thought is. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you, Fizza. Um, and is there anything else you'd like to add to our listeners? Um, just to keep killing it. Just make sure that everything you do, you do it with a smile and make sure that you're happy about everything and have a good support system. That's one thing I, I totally like abide by if you don't have a good support system I think it makes the life a little bit harder that's great that you have all your siblings to just I, all, all 20 of them yeah you're like three siblings that's awesome yeah, three I'm, siblings. I'm like yeah. one of three it's great it's great yeah. so I I think that's like super important and then I know it's a tough time with quarantine and everything and, and I know everyone's gonna get through it and it's gonna be tough but we have to have hope yeah yeah oh, man well, I hope you have a good rest of your day and quarantine. How are you guys doing with the fires? Are you guys okay? Yeah, we're we're doing okay. Thank God the air quality is like a lot better than what it was before. Because um, I think a lot of the ones in my area have um, toned down a lot. Oh, like good. last week I was trying to work out and I like felt like I was breathing in ash. I'm sorry to know. It's like, wow. this is a good, yeah. So um, thank God it's a lot better. Oh, that's crazy. Good. Mm-hmm. Well, it was so nice talking to you, Fizza. Thank you so much for being on. 